The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 318. As far as I can figure, I don't have Rhett with me again. He was busy with yet another Bayou crime report, which we'll get to shortly, along with Lefty's uh, praise of a certain Hollywood actress in his latest I Can't Even. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, so uh, quickly, the week in review, well... <laughs> Same as last week, mostly, you know, uh, death and destruction, uh, coronavirus and whatnot. Uh, Portland seemingly surrendered. Now they're back fighting again, so Trump may have to send in the National Guard. Meanwhile, uh, Attorney General Barr appeared before Congress. And finally, yes, so uh, he had his say, so let's take a listen to that. Isn't that correct? No, but, no what is correct is that, well, er, 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 what is correct that on February 10th, Monday, no, no, I gave instructions no, as to what the... my time. Yeah, I'm answering your question. Well, you got to let him answer. Reclaiming my time. On February 10th. Sir. On February 10th, I directed. Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. And I know you don't want to answer. You are wrong, Mr. Attorney General. That was, he's found the investigation had been initiated properly. He said he found Reclaiming my time without political bias. He said he found no evidence. And in April, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Without, without any remedy at all. I'm reclaiming my time. When when people resist law enforcement, they're not peaceful. Reclaiming my time. I'm surprised at your lack of respect. Gentleman does not have time. I don't want the time. I just want I want the attorney general to be able to have enough time to respond to accusations and questions. Ask him and you guys not cut him off. What you want is irrelevant. But uh, do you have anything you want to say in response to the speeches that have been given by the other side? And, and then you've been cut off. Yeah, well, let's on Lafayette on Lafayette. The gentleman's time has expired. Tell me the name of the cases. I don't know the name of the cases. Kate where where South were Carolina they? and uh, Alabama? You'll have a chance to comment after your testimony is done here today. The that it is not a self-defining term, as they only got two minutes, sir. That they recognized, Mr. Barr. If I yeah, but answer. this is a hearing. I thought I was the one that was supposed to be heard. Well, let me, and I'm going to get there. <laughs> no, nah, he was only kidding. They, they 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 never got there. So uh, there you go. Yeah, the hearing that was never heard. So uh, meanwhile, uh, Joe Biden came out of his hole again. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Kingswood Community Center. Actually, that's the one down I used to work. It's a joke. You didn't know where we were anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's great to be here. And uh, yeah, yeah. Thank God this shining night is riding to our, our rescue, isn't it? Yeah. Meanwhile, CNN continues their uh, massive coverage on what really matters in the world. Abby, I am just being told that the president uh, just tweeted. But the president just tweeted. During this segment, the president just tweeted. The president just tweeted. The president just tweeted this morning. The president just tweeted. The president just tweeted. Now let me show you what the president just tweeted a few minutes ago. The president just tweeted.
tweeted. Caitlin, I see the president just tweeted. The president just tweeted. The president just tweeted. The president just tweeted on this, guys. Let's talk about the president's latest tweets and more. Some breaking news. President Trump just tweeted. First, I want to ask you about President Trump's tweet. So let's start with Trump's tweet. Breaking news. So President Trump has just tweeted. Well, he tweeted just moments ago. President Trump tweeted just moments ago. He tweeted this just a short time ago. CNN breaking news. Okay, President Trump has just tweeted. We have breaking news next. President Donald Trump has just tweeted. Breaking news this hour. President Trump about an hour ago uh, tweeted. President Trump has just tweeted uh, uh, an image. What would, what would you, it's it's, it's Game of Thrones. And it says no collusion, no obstruction. She was haunted every day by the president's tweets. Let's discuss. But I want to ask you about the tweets. This is CNN. And sadly, rounding out the week it, uh, was a death and a funeral. Yes, uh, Herman Cain passed away uh, due to uh, coronavirus, uh, succumbing to COVID-19. And uh, everyone agreed to let the poor man rest in peace. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course they didn't. No, the left came out and said it was his death was Trump's fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, civil rights icon uh, John Lewis, his funeral, uh, the only funeral that is allowed in the country today. Uh, uh, a lot of people came in to pay their respects, uh, along with uh, former President Barack Obama, showed up and delivered a heartfelt, passionate eulogy uh, <laughs> again no no uh it was a horrific uh partisan bigoted speech about how uh the, the entirety of law enforcement is a racist death squad yeah there you go that wraps up the week and uh, so now you have uh red neckerton and lefty turnington coming your way with their little uh reports and a new episode of sun king You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson, MR. N-A-I-L-S-I-N It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com Hooey! Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art all there for 
you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson Stores at Mr. Nelson Shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. And now it's time for I Can't Even with Lefty Turdington. Hey guys, Silver Pound Lefty Turdington again. And you know, I think it's time we took a little time to discuss certain heroes out there who are fighting for those who can't. And one of the most notable luminaries in the battle against the Archman is, of course, the lovely and talented actress and activist Alyssa Milano. And I think just this pearls of wisdom flows out of her Twitter feed. It sure does. So she recently uh, had quite the Twitter thread that detailed a lot of things that a lot of us, I think, are experiencing. And thank God we had a, have a notable voice in Miss Milano. So here, I, I, I thought I'd share it with you just in case you hadn't heard. I've got a lot of words today. Care if I vent? Oh, mulatto girl, please vent away, please. And, and in advance, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, whoever voted for Trump in 2016 and hasn't seen the light in the last four years is a complete mystery to me. You and me both, girl. You and me both. He's horrible. Yes, he is. And... Every day is a new low. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it could go lower than low. But he found a way, didn't he, Alyssa? Yes, he did. It's not too late to do what's right. Sometimes I wonder, Alyssa. I really do. But let's hope you're right. Number two. Really? MLB can't play baseball with all the money and exclusivity and testing in the country? And you want me to send my kids to school? Exactly. Thank you. Boom. Right, right. I feel so bad for the older generation. They fought their entire lives just to chill and enjoy their grandkids and drink mimosas. And this happens? A botched pandemic response that leaves them vulnerable to love. <laughs> oh, God. And don't even get me started with how fucked our priorities are in this country. We've got secret armed police in Full on technical gear, but we don't have enough PPE for our frontline healthcare workers? I mean, what in the actual fuck is wrong with us? Oh, Alyssa, it's not us. It's them. Anyway, we've got a president who is so orange and horrible, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That he doesn't care, who knows, he's orange and horrible. Yes, right, he doesn't seem to care at all. Actually, his horrible is a strategy. Oh my God, that's so true. Thank you, Melissa. Thank I keep saying Melissa, I don't know why. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. It's a campaign strategy. Oh my God, she's so right. So stunning and brave. So is the orange. It's a campaign strategy. It is. In what world are we living in? Exactly. Exactly. And my heart aches. For all our kids. <laughs> we'll probably wipe down groceries and wear gloves. 
to go get the mail when they are grown-ups. <laughs> All the athletes and artists and thinkers we can't nurture and the social development we won't develop because they are just home. But stay home. It's very important that you do, yes. Anyway, and everything is fucked. So fucked that a sleeping woman can be shot and killed and the people who killed her are arrested. <laughs> and even if they are, they're released because, you know, COVID, yeah. But anyway, Black Lives Matter still, you racist assholes. So true, so true, stunning, just stunning. The bravery is stunning because she's stunning and brave. And babies can be locked in cages. Oh my God, that's so true. And we don't break them out and the man they reunited with their mothers. That's how fuck this is. We are just like, don't look away, retweet me. <sighs> and Native Americans, oh God, here we go. This is the, yes. And Native Americans have to fight to get a major sports team renamed because their name is so horribly offensive. But they refused for years because racism is just as American as apple pie. So true. So very true. And finally, yes. Uh, we live in a world where Joe Rogan's podcast has triple the listeners as mine. Dear God. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alyssa. I know. I know. But I hear you. I hear you, Alyssa. Lefty hears you. And we have to publicly profess our support of other women by posting black and white selfies on Instagram when even the idea suggests that women don't support each other to begin with. We do support each other. We just don't want men to know that we do. <laughs> Listen, this man supports you. I do. I do. Damn it. Donald Trump is the worst. Hello. Yes, right. <laughs> What is he going to do between the time he loses and Biden is sworn in? He will still be in power. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought of that. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, he won't leave office until January 20th if he does it all. Oh, my God. We are so fucked. 150,000 Americans lost. Tens of millions of jobs lost. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me about Trump economy. Good Lord. And he's bragging about a cognitive test that my five-year-old did. <laughs> Speaking of my five-year-old, my daughter said to my parents last weekend during a socially distant visit, thank God, very brave, very excellent. You should get a medal, Alyssa. Damn it. Uh, anyway, the child said, I'm sorry, I lose my words, but I don't get to talk to a lot of people. Oh, Thanks, Trump. <laughs> I stopped eating carbs. Also, Jesus. Also, everything. <laughs> I don't know what we are doing about school. And it's not three weeks. And my hair is so gray that I spray paint it with brown shit. Every day. Every single day. I miss wandering around a bookstore and having date nights with my husband. I don't remember the last time I shaved my legs. Actually, I do. 
It was for my cousin's wedding in March. Four months! <laughs> and the collective pain. Oh my god! The global pain. Lost in uncertainty and heartache and dreams. Destroyed by this administration. And even with all this going on, people still find the time to call me horrible things on social media. Shame on you, America. Shame on you. I think I'm done venting now. Nope, wait. One more thing. Check your voter registration. Request your absentee ballot. Make sure your friends are registered because we've got a country to take back and fight for. And the only way to win and heal and move forward is if we make it too big to rig. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Genius. Just. I love her. I just love her. You know, graying hair and unshaved legs and all. I love, I love you, Miss Milano. I know you're married, but, you know. Milano finally concluded, I feel better. How are you doing? Oh, girl. You know, we're still all suffering, but knowing that we suffer together just, you know, makes it a lot easier. So thank you so much, Alyssa Milano, for being stunning and brave for all of us and fighting and voicing for those of us who can. That's right. That's right. And for those of you who dare to question this woman, this beautiful, stunning, and brave woman, shame on you because I can't even. This has been I Can't Even with Lefty Turnington. Lefty Turnington is a frequent co-host of the Mr. Nelson Show podcast on RadioMisfits.com. The views and opinions of Lefty Turnington do not necessarily reflect those of RadioMisfits.com or any other platform he may appear on. So, any comments and or complaints should be sent to someone who cares. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. I like beer. That's why I drink it. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well drink beer. Beer. And now it's time for the Bayou Crime Report. Tigerland suspect killed by Baton Rouge Police Department was facing arrest for a machete attack on girlfriend. Hey, I'm Red Neckerton. Well, Baton Rouge Police shot and killed a suspect in Tigerland while trying to take him into custody on a series of violent incidents, including one in which he's accused of attacking his girlfriend with a machete and almost slicing all her fingers. God damn. Now, uh, police released body cam footage which shows the brief encounter between Vincent Harris and the police officers that quickly escalates into shots fired when Harris points a gun at them. Well, what the hell did you expect? But I guess this might be what they call suicide by cop. But anyway, it appears he initially retreats into the bathroom. I guess he needs to take a dump first. Once officers arrive and then slams the door, at which point... Police also back out of the apartment. The next interaction lasts about 15 seconds once Harris again emerges from the bathroom. Ooh, don't go in there. Officers are heard yelling for him to show his hands when suddenly their voices grow more urgent. 
A screenshot from body cam footage shows him reaching through the door with what appears to be a gun in his right hand. He's got a gun, he's got a gun, and officer screams just instants before shots ring out. A police dog charges through the doorway toward the suspect just moments before the shooting, leaving the canine injured in the gunfire. Oh, that's too bad. Anyway, as officers unleashed more than a dozen rounds through the doorway and into the front of the building, police said they were holding off on releasing the suspect's name because his family had requested more time. But... A local television station later published his name anyway, citing information from the coroner's office. The suspect was Harris, 51, officials confirmed. He was pronounced dead on the scene. Four Baton Rouge police officers involved in the shooting have been placed on administrative leave. Their identities have not been released. The injured dog, whose identity has also not been released, is in stable condition receiving treatment. Well, that's good to know. Anyway, Harris was wanted on attempted second-degree murder, aggravated second-degree battery, second-degree kidnapping, and domestic abuse battery. According to an arrest warrant, Harris' girlfriend talked to police several weeks ago after she ended up in the hospital with severe cuts to the fingers on her right hand. She told police the violence had escalated over a number of days, beginning when Harris questioned her about a call she received from her ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh, yeah. Then started punching her multiple times. He also prevented her from leaving the residence. The next day, Harris questioned her about another call from a number he didn't recognize, which she said was a brother's. Then armed himself with a handgun, struck her multiple times and again. Refused to let her leave. The final incident occurred when the two started fighting, and Harris grabbed a long-edged weapon that the victim called a machete. She placed her hands over her head to protect herself from the bleed, which sliced into her fingers as Harris continued swinging the weapon near her face. Medical staff later told police all four fingers on the victim's right hand had been cut to the bone and she underwent surgery to repair severed nerves. Officers observed that she had stitches on that hand and bruises across her body. Harris also faced domestic abuse and firearm charges in the past. Police had been searching for Harris since the warrant was issued in May. They had posted his name on the local Crime Stoppers website, which prompted multiple tips about his whereabouts. They received tips shortly after midnight Monday that he was staying at the Tigerland Apartments. The shooting occurred around 1.35 a.m. in the 4700 block of Tigerland Avenue, which is the address of a Tigerland apartment complex. Well, no shit. Anyway, that's been plagued with crime and violence. Damn, plagued with that right in the middle of the plague. Anyway... A double homicide there last fall left a man and a woman dead inside one of the apartments. The one adjacent to where Harris was killed. Hours after the shooting, authorities had cleared the scene without removing large amounts of blood splattered on the door and across the pavement. A total of 14 bullet holes were visible in the door in front exterior wall of the unit. A doormat displaying the faded words, All you need is love. 
Which, of course, was covered in blood and surrounded with bloody footprints. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, Sherry Gaither, who lives in the complex... <laughs> Need to move, Sherry. Uh, an Axe's building manager. Oh, well, yeah. Said Harris had been staying in one of the apartments upstairs, not the one where the shooting occurred. She said she knew him for about five years and had the impression that he was a decent guy. She found out recently that police were looking for him and that he was facing serious charges. She said she believed Harris was hiding from police. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. She had told officers recently that he was staying there after they had asked for her information. Now I feel guilty because he's dead, she said, uh-huh, her voice faltering in an interview. He was always good to me. This is a horrible situation. It, it sure is. Yep. Gaither said she didn't witness the shooting, but heard the gunshots loud and clear. As the building manager, she will likely be tasked with cleaning up the massive amounts of blood caked on the walls and floors. She also ended up delivering the news of the suspect's death to his daughter hours after the shooting. A conversation no one ever wants to have, she said. I think the building is cursed, yeah. I agree with you there, sir. The number of people I've seen die from overdoses and shootings since I've lived here, you wouldn't believe. Well... After all this, I think I would believe it. Anyway, the complex is located toward the back of the Tigerland area, which catered to LSU students decades ago. Many of the buildings have deteriorated since then, and students have passed them up in favor of newer complexes outside the Tigerland development. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, I want to fix some broken windows there, people. Anyway, meanwhile, crime and violence have risen, and landlords have become less discerning when deciding whom to accept as tenants. Gaither said she has grown tired of finding hypodermic needles littering the parking lot and watching suspected drug deals right outside her window, but she also understands that people need somewhere to live, and many Tigerland residents are struggling to survive, probably from all the, you know, drugs and shootings. Anyway, she said a lot of nearby complexes will rent to anyone without performing a background check. Well, no, no surprise there. Which often allows landlords to set high rent prices because they're accepting otherwise undesirable tenants. She also said the shooting rattled her enough that she might finally start looking for a new apartment. <laughs> Yeah, uh, especially coming just months after the October 2019 double homicide. That shooting left Stan Riley, 37, and Amanda Offerman, 34, dead on the scene. Both victims lived in the complex, but in different units. Two men were indicted earlier this year on murder charges, accused of open fire during a planned drug deal. Riley's widow, who spoke to the advocate last year in the immediate aftermath of losing her husband still lives in the complex. A memorial to him. A handmade wooden cross painted with his name is displayed outside the apartment where his widow remains. Baton Rouge Police Department officials said the department itself is investigating the police shooting, which comes at a time of heightened scrutiny for both that department and other law enforcement agencies nationwide following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, which, as far as I know, is a, a great distance from Baton Rouge, but, well, Baton Rouge Police had entered into a memorandum of understanding with Louisiana State Police after months 
of the 2016 shooting of Alton Sterling, which prompted Baton Rouge to engage in its own reckoning with long-standing questions about race and policing. The memorandum stated that state police would investigate instances in which Baton Rouge police officers used deadly force instead of allowing the department to investigate its own members. But, well, that contract ended, so I guess uh, they'll investigate themselves this time around. Should work out. Meanwhile, the canine was on the scene in the hopes of uh, apprehending the suspect without using deadly force. <laughs> well, depends on where those teeth go, doesn't it? Anyway, he rushed into the apartment when the suspect brandished a gun, making deadly force necessary. Officials said the dog, named Rain, has served with the department for the past two years. Is now being treated at NSU's veterinary hospital. Well, let's hope it all works out for Rain, you know, because uh, that'd be the best outcome here. Because, uh, I don't know, that Harris fella sounds like, you know, it ended the only way it could. For the Bayou Crime Report, I'm Red Neckerton reminding you to keep your goddamn holes clean. The Bayou Crime Report is a presentation of Nelson Productions. Great displays of vanity, Night-Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night-Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night-Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh. Look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, boo damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks, if you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. Smellogs Poop, the super delicious laxative presents... The Adventures of Sun King! Faster than the speed of light. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Able to leap the moon in a single bound. What? Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. In our last episode, Metalhead, who is in reality John Pokentaint, went to the apartment of Layla Lott. There he intended to have sex with her, but upon dropping his pants, he realized he no longer had sexual organs. In a, in a fitful rage, it broke him. Meanwhile, still buried under the several tons of debris and rubble uh, left there by Metalhead, Sun King struggled to free himself to no avail, when suddenly he appeared to be visited by the ghost of long-deceased superhero Whizbang. <laughs> what? 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 Whizbang? But he died back in our original adventure with the ASS. And yet, there he was, for a brief moment. Green snot. Am I so close to death I'm I'm seeing ghosts? No, wait. Here's somehow, some way, that strange apparition of what appeared to be Whizbang has somehow nudged some of the debris free to give me a small shaft of sunlight. 
I can already feel it restoring my strength, but only just. It's risky, but I'll have to use what little energy I have left and the little extra dose of that ray of sunshine in order to try one more massive Nova Blast. It's all very risky and destructive, and if I don't move exactly at the right moment, I could be crushed under the very debris that I moved myself. But time is running out. I have no choice but to go forth with this plan. So I must concentrate now and build up my reserves. And so, with a mighty noble burst, Sun King is able to blast a ginormous hole through the tons of rubble and within seconds leap through this massive hole in order to get himself free from his makeshift tomb. Sadly, however, the tons of debris now rains back down over the de devastated site of uh, Schuster uh, train station and uh, rains down on a lot of the rescue workers and uh, survivors. But, uh, oops! Oh, damn it! All that debris is falling down the people below! But I'm still a little too weak. It'll take some time to recharge my batteries. Otherwise, I would have been able to help out with that. I guess I should have tried to think of something else, but... But, uh... Damn you, Metalhead! Oh, metalhead, yes. I've got to track him down. Since there's some rather obvious similarities between his armor and that of Warheads, I have to conclude that Rex Rain is somehow behind this. But wait, no. The only other person that John Polkentaint would be interested in is Layla. I'd better check on her first and deal with Rain later. And so Sun King flies away and arrives soon at the apartment of Layla Lott. Hello, Layla. <gasps> Sun King, you're, you're alive! Yes, only just. That's the good news, Layla, but I have bad news. I'm afraid... Your former boyfriend, John Pokentate, oh, is... Metalhead, yeah. Oh. He was here earlier. What? And, well, um, he tried to get intimate with me, uh, uh, but when he pulled his pants down, he discovered, uh, his junk is gone. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, uh, well, it appears his body is mostly robot now, hmm. and, uh, he, he flew into a rage screaming about Rex Rain and, and charged ah. off shortly before you arrived. Green snot. My suspicions of Rex Rain's involvement proved to be true. Oh. Uh, I've half a mind to just let Pokentate deal with Rex Rain uh, on his own, well, but Metalhead is a menace I must bring to an end. Oh, dear. But with his dark energy powers, I would mostly be useless. I've got to come up with some sort of protection. Perhaps a lead-lined suit... Where am I going to get that in a hurry? Hmm. I don't know. Say, there's a lot of lead around here, Layla, especially your kitchen. Wait, what? I'll have to make use of that immediately. Huh? Hang on. And in a blinding flash at super-duper speed, Sun King tears into Layla's kitchen, finding whatever lead materials he can. And again, at super speed, and using, of course, his solar powers, is able to melt it and sculpt it into lead armor. Huh. There. Hopefully this will provide me enough protection against Metalhead's dark energy weapon. Yeah, but my kitchen, I mean, you've gutted half of my apartment here, Sun King. Yes, I know, Layla. 
but you can take some amount of comfort in knowing that it was all in the service of justice. Now, I must what? get to Rick's Reigns headquarters as soon as possible to stop Metalhead. But, but up, wait a minute! Up! Up! Uh, up! Uh, up! Oh, beyond! Well, will Sun King's makeshift lead-armored suit made out of whatever lead Layla happened to have at her kitchen what that's about, but anyway, uh, will it be enough to defend him in his final battle with Metalhead? And will Metalhead finally end the menace of Rex Rain? Find out in the next exciting episode of The, the Adventures, Adventures of, of Sun King. King! The Adventures of Sun King is a Nelson production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. What you want is irrelevant.